Rachel Miller, and welcome to the Recovery Daily Podcast. Today is the topic of today, (laughs) where the rubber meets the road. So today was hard. Today, I had to put all of my words of wisdom into practice. Today wasn't full of joy and inspiration. I felt very mopey and bored and feeling sorry for myself. I felt like today I was scraping myself off the floor to do the work. All of that work that I have been talking about, I really had to put one foot in front of the other today. I woke up like I always do when I went to my sobriety fellowship after feeding the pooches and letting them out for their poo-poos. And so I went to the sobriety fellowship meeting, which was about guilt. And it was a good topic, and we talked about renewing your efforts when you fall short and not penalizing yourself for failure um, and, and it being most important to get back up, you know, to get back up. And so the rest of the day, uh, again, I was, I was just putting one foot in front of the other. At one point, I was on my back deck for like the fifth time. Um, and I just felt myself sinking further into my seat. I felt like my legs were getting heavier I was telling myself the worst story I could think of. I was exaggerating my situation into lies. Today, uh, my boyfriend went into work, and it was a long day. He had a a, a business dinner after work, and so I was alone today with the pooches. And that feeling of being alone, I exaggerated that and turned it into a feeling of loneliness. I love being alone, but today being alone looked like loneliness. It felt like loneliness to me. I was tired today, but that feeling of being tired was translated into a feeling of being sad, a feeling of being weak. And I I don't mean weak as in weak uh minded or or lack of willpower, but more weak as in like strength, you know, like how much effort does it take to pick my body up? And I took my normal nap today. It was two hours and I was done and I sat up and I was just like, you know, what's, what's the point? 
I don't have anything that I'm going to do next, you know? Um, I really need to make an agenda for myself each day, and today I didn't do that. It never crossed my mind once to call somebody. And that is one of my own um, challenges is, you know, why your depression feeds on itself. I always say that. So why am I going to do the opposite of what my depression wants? My depression wants me to isolate myself. And so it's like picking up a car to pick up the phone. That's, that's how much effort it takes. Um, but what I did, what did cross my mind is when I was sitting out on my deck, uh, I realized that I have more to lose by sitting still than by taking an action. I have, I, I, I cannot get stronger or happier or joyful or anything else if I sit still. That I knew for sure. So I stood up. That's all. I just stood up. I didn't know where I was going. I just stood up. And, and this was something I talked about in my doing the work uh, episode where sometimes doing the work means you just are moving towards the work. You know, you're taking a step, you're moving your arm, you're picking up a pen, you're picking up your toothbrush. So I took my own advice and I stood up. I walked in the house and I just thought, okay, what's the first thing I, I can do? Not I should do because there's really nothing I have to do other than rest. <laughs> and so, um, so I picked up my computer and I dictated a blog for my website. So I don't know, I haven't promoted the website, but I do have a website. Please visit recoverydailypodcast.com. <laughs> and what you'll find there are some blogs that I have been dictating. So, um, they are based on the episode. There's three in there uh, so far. And each blog is based on the episode with the same name. But uh, what I try to do is just uh, capture the main points of the episode and create a succinct, um, short kind of story uh, to reflect the same information. So the blog that I did today is called Face the Future with Courage for all of you who have already listened to that episode. So I finished that and the next thing I did was I 
stood up again and I walked upstairs and I strapped some weights onto my legs and I did some exercises, uh, 100% 80s style. Uh, I should have put on some, uh, some fluorescent lime green in order to do it. But um, so I did some, some leg lifts and such with my weights on. The next thing I did was I worked on my podcast show notes. So I, I worked on um, what I was interested in talking about today. And, and what I really was driven to talk about was, was my struggles today. You know, it's the real deal. This is the stuff I'm talking about. And this is why I'm doing the podcast. I've, I've said that <laughs> probably too much but but this is why this is why I'm doing it because I don't want to fall victim to that dark place you know I want to take care of my mental health at the same time that I'm taking care of my my body so I worked on my podcast show notes and I drank my daily Coca-Cola, which makes me happy. And that might be why that it just struck me. Uh, after that, by that time, I felt inclined to reach out to another human being. And that's almost funny to me because I'm thinking, huh, I wonder if it was the sugar in my Coca-Cola. I'm not sure. But... <laughs> But I did. I reached out to a couple people, not to reach out and tell them how shitty I was feeling or, or you know, how I was lacking energy and inspiration, but, but I reached out to them to see how they were doing. I, I was trying to, at that point, I could see the value in getting out of self and to focus on others. And so I started, I started all of that with getting up. Um, I started the momentum by standing up and then um, just continuing to put one foot in front of the other. So one thing we were talking about today in my sobriety meeting was about the importance of appro of approaching each moment with the same intensity that you approach the beginning of your recovery. And I felt like that really resonated with me later in the day. I believe 100% in my recovery program and my sobriety program has evolved as I have injected my stroke recovery into it. And I believe 100% in that program. And that's what I talk about in my podcast. 
I believe 100% that if I don't do the work that I, that I outline in my recovery program, my life is going to be unmanageable. Whether I am, you know, become too lazy to do the important things that I need to get done, or my mental health is unmanageable. Because that, my mental health can swallow me up so that I just can't function at all. So what I was comparing this, this to about how to approach each moment of your recovery with the same intensity as you do in the beginning of recovery. When you decide, you know, that day that I talk about um, in my first episode or, or the first few episodes, that moment that I made the decision that something had to change and it had to change now. Um, I needed to make a powerful shift in my momentum. And what happens in recovery is that we lose that momentum. We lose that intensity because life happens, because it gets tiring. I remember uh, when I was driving home one day from work and I I thought to myself, you know, I'm just tired. I'm tired of doing this. It's so much work. And what I was referring to was my sobriety recovery. And it's, it's not a lot of work. It's a lot of self-talk. Um, it's a lot of, it takes a lot of convincing and, and urging yourself to, to keep moving your thoughts in the right direction. But it's not a lot of work, you know? And, and I remember feeling like, that was a dangerous thing to think. So I picked up the phone and I started calling people in my program because that's what I heard I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to pick up the phone and call people. And that's why I mentioned earlier, it never crossed my mind today to pick up the phone and call anybody. But, um, you know, it's progress, not perfection. So I picked up the phone that day and called like, I don't know, six people, nobody answered the phone. So what did I do? Uh, I kept driving. I kept driving and I got home. You know, I kept my, I kept my eye on the ball and the ball was, I needed to get home. And, um, and so thankfully I, I didn't drink that day. But anyway, I was comparing this this approach to like buying a gym membership. 
and how so many people like they make New Year's resolutions and they that they're going to lose weight. They're going to start an exercise program and they they buy a gym membership and then they make it through maybe till February, maybe. (laughs) And then they stop going and then they end up the gym makes lots of money on people who don't use their equipment. Because we we come up with these grandiose ideas that that we want to make a big change, but that intensity that we felt at that moment that we made that decision dissipates over time. So it takes that that takes work. And and I think that might be what I was thinking that day that I was driving home and I thought this is a lot of work. Um I was thinking of different things to compare it to like when you when you first meet your partner and how much intensity you feel, how much you want to pour into the relationship and woo the other person. Um, and how over time, when, when you get comfortable, that kind of starts to, I don't know, melt away. The love doesn't melt away, but the intensity of fighting for it or moving it in a certain direction seems to dissipate when you're comfortable with the direction that it's going on its own. And so in recovery, I can start getting comfortable and start thinking, you know, this thing is moving on its own now. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm practicing the program that I have outlined for myself So, you know, what more do I need to do? I'm just going to let it ride. And and that is a dangerous place to be. It's a dangerous place to be. And one, one way that I've set myself up for success in this recovery is by requiring myself to do a daily podcast, not a weekly podcast, not a podcast whenever I feel like it podcast, but a daily podcast because I have to work on my recovery every single day. And so in order to do the podcast, I have to sit down for at least 20 minutes and write down and journal motivating information. Journal, you know, if it's not motivating, it's, you know, it can be quite dark what I'm writing about. But it reminds me I don't want to go there again. I don't want to be in that dark place. And so it seems to keep my candle burning, you know, keep that fire under me to keep going each day. 
I had a friend reach out to me yesterday who had recently celebrated a one-year anniversary. And, and that friend mentioned that she had an urge to drink. And I remembered immediately that after I celebrated my one-year anniversary, I also had an urge to drink. I, I got to my one-year anniversary and I thought, well, that's it. That's what I was shooting for. Um, so wait a minute. I have to do this for the rest of my life? And I thought, what the hell? You know, um, I got that mindset. That mindset got uh, uprooted where I'm supposed to live one day at a time, that I'm supposed to live in the present moment. And so I had to work at that again. You know, it's, it's not letting my guard down and continuing to have that same intensity. And when, when we enter this uh, program of, of sobriety recovery, we're often asked, are you willing to do whatever it takes to stay sober? And I need to sometimes ask myself, Rachel, are you willing to do whatever it takes to live a life of joy? Because today, it was questionable. It was questionable for a few hours there if I was willing to do whatever it took. And by that, I mean... I just wanted to sit there. I wasn't willing to do whatever it took to stand up and and move towards joy and away from depression. I wasn't willing to do it because depression weighs me down. It's like pouring concrete around my feet. It's so hard to pick them up. But... I'm doing the work. I'm doing the work. I'm 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 really giving it my all. And so having a mindset, I, I have to have both. I have to have faith while I do the work. If I do the work without faith in my program, without truly believing 100% in my program of recovery, then why am I doing the work? You know, I'm, I'm setting myself up for failure. And then if I believe in my program, but I don't stand up, then I'm also setting myself up for failure. So I'm working on my mindset. I'm continuing to remind myself of how to move, that I need to move and how to move. 
And so today was hard, but, but I made it. I made it and, and tomorrow is my birthday. So tomorrow I'm going to give myself a birthday present. And the present is that I am going to pack myself a picnic and I'm going to walk to the pool. And it doesn't matter how long it takes for me to walk to the pool. And if I have to take breaks and stop, then that's what I'll do. But I am going to go to the pool and I'm going to sit in the sun. I'm going to sit in the shade. I have not looked at the weather, so I hope that this whole plan is not destroyed. But you know what? If it is, it's okay. I'll find something else to do to celebrate my birthday. But that is the plan. And if I don't make it to the pool tomorrow, if I get a block and a half away and I realize that I can't do it, then I'm going to ask for help. And I'm going to ask for a ride to the pool, even though it's only about a 10-minute walk or a five-minute walk even. I'm going to ask for a ride to the pool because I want to go to the pool for my birthday. And uh, and so I'm going to make that happen. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being here on my journey because every time you click play, it's giving me a reason to show up again tomorrow and record another episode. So thank you. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.